Welcome to the Connect, Mobilize, Deliver podcast, where it's all about connecting people, mobilizing them for action, and delivering results. In each episode, we'll talk about how you can boost your career by mastering fundamental career skills so you can lead with kindness and confidence. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Greg Herod. Welcome to this week's episode of Connect, Mobilize, Deliver. Today, we're going to be talking about a manure mindset. You're probably thinking, seriously, Greg, manure mindset, that's what you're going with for this episode? Yeah, I know. Not the most pleasing mental image for those of you who know what manure is, but there's some valuable wisdom in this livestock leadership lesson. And honestly, it seemed far more appropriate than other options I considered for the title. Manure is probably the the better word to use without having to have an expletive sticker on this episode. So stick with me in this episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to learn why a manure mindset can make you a better leader. But let's start with some definitions. Manure and manger. I realize manure and manger may not be common words in your vocabulary. I'm a small town guy. I didn't grow up living on a farm, but when I was a kid, farming was it was an important part of the of my tiny little Kansas hometown. And when I say tiny, I mean, uh, I graduated with 32 people in my high school class. I used to work with a guy, a good friend of mine, and he said, oh yeah, well, his dad was a hog farmer, so he knew a lot about manure. But he said, oh yeah, 32. He said, I had 16. It's all relative, I guess, but you may not be from a small town. You may not know anything about farming. My mom's parents, my grandparents, had a small farm out in the country near us. I'd spent a lot of time there growing up, and I'm familiar with livestock. My grandparents had cows, horses, pigs, chickens. They even had a couple of peacocks. You know what a peacock is? Beautiful. I'm at risk of distracting myself here, but peacocks are really cool birds. And so if you think about NBC and the, the peacock with their spread feathers and how beautiful that is, they really are beautiful. But if you ever get a chance to be around a peacock, here's a warning for you. Don't mess with them. They'll chase you and they will peck you on the head. Uh, My cousin learned that lesson the hard way when I was a little kid, and I can still see him running running down that gravel road uh, trying to get away from that peacock as it was trying to chase him and, and peck him on the head. But sorry, I digress about peacocks, but they really are fascinating. So let's get back to talking about manure. So what is manure? Well, with all those animals on the farm, there was a lot of manure. And I don't know if that's a familiar word for everyone, so let's get clear on the definition. Here's how dictionary.com defines manure. Noun, excrement, especially of animals or other refuse used as fertilizer. So get the picture? Manure's poop, animal poop. So obviously manure mindset has much better alliteration than poop mindset. But you're probably wondering, how can being a better leader, how can being a kind and confident leader and building your career, how does that have anything to do with poop? I mean, manure, mindset. So I'm getting there. Hang on. Be be patient with me, if you would. Uh, let me give you one more definition first. So what's a manger? Sorry again. Um, can't help myself from chasing yet another distraction. Here's a tip when you're creating your resume or LinkedIn profile. If you're a manager, make sure you don't accidentally type manger. Both are words, but they're not interchangeable. I can't tell you how many resumes I've seen that people have had that misspelling, that they're a a manger, not a manager. So anyway, sorry, I'm getting distracted. 
This is a question, though, that comes up a lot during the Christmas season, right? Is a manger a feeding trough for the animals, or is it the larger area where the animals are kept? So for this discussion, I'm going to go with the second description. A manger is like a stable or a part of a barn. So you can kind of picture farm animals standing in an area with a bunch of hay or straw on the ground, and then that hay or straw gets, um, you know, a lot of well manure mixed in it. Gross, right? So why did I bring up the term manger? Well, I brought up the term manure and the term manger because they come together in one of my all-time favorite proverbs that gets to the heart of that manure mindset. I don't know what your views are on spirituality and God. I'm a Christian. I love the Bible, and I love the message of hope that it contains. And we may have different worldviews and beliefs. That's fine. But I'm confident we can find common ground on at least one proverb in the Bible. I wouldn't go so far as to say this is my favorite verse of the Bible, because it is a proverb. It's practical wisdom. It's not deep theologically, but it's definitely good for leadership. And I've come back to it time and time again. So here it is. This is from Proverbs 14.4 in the Bible, and this is the New American Standard Translation. Here's what it says. Where there are no oxen, the manger is clean, but much revenue comes by the strength of an ox. I just love this verse. When I first read it, I remember thinking, hang on, is that verse saying what I think it's saying? And turns out, according to my pastor friend, it is. So this is all about choices and consequences. So back when this proverb was written, oxen were the machines that were used to work the fields. Revenue came from the crops. So if you wanted to have a lot of crops, i.e. revenue, you needed strong oxen. And if you had oxen, you were going to have a lot of manure in your manger. Stinky, gross manure. And probably a lot of it. But the readers of the proverb had a choice. They didn't have to have a manger full of manure. They could have a nice, clean manger without the stink and the mess of all that oxen excrement. All they needed to do was get rid of their oxen. But with that choice came a serious consequence. If they didn't have oxen, they were also not going to have the ability to work the fields in the same way and bring in large harvest. Of course, with no oxen, they would have no manure. So the problem went away, right? We don't want to deal with all this manure. So get rid of the oxen. But by removing the manure-producing livestock they would also get rid of their source of revenue. Simple logic, simple choices. So how do we apply this proverb today as we lead our teams? What what does this have to do with leadership today? I suggest developing what I called at the beginning of this episode, a manure mindset through three actions. Here are three actions to lead with a manure mindset. This is a simple, powerful proverb. And we can apply it to be better leaders with three simple steps. Step number one, we'll go through each of these, but step number one, identify your oxen. Step number two, identify the manure. Step number three, choose what you value. So let's walk our way through these. Step number one, identify your oxen. You likely aren't 
a farmer planting and harvesting crops using oxen, but you and your team are definitely delivering results. And if you're an owner or an employee of a company, you're also producing revenue, just like the proverb says. So that's step one. Take a moment to consider what resources are involved with generating the results you achieve. In other words, identify your oxen. I expect the people you lead on your team are your oxen in a good way. They're the ones you partner with to accomplish your collective goals. You may have equipment. You may have machinery. Perhaps you have a small business and you have a fleet of trucks. And if those trucks aren't running, you and your team aren't producing revenue. Computer software may be your oxen. The work you do depends on programs that function properly. And they have to do the job that they were designed to do. Software needs hardware to run to be more effective, to be effective at all. Modern-day oxen come in these forms and so many others. So ask yourself this question, who and what do you need to deliver results? Maybe hit pause here. Take just a moment to get a piece of paper and a pen and make a list of your oxen. I'm serious, really. Just maybe, of course, if you're driving or walking your dogs, don't you don't have to, but, but take a moment just to consider what resources are involved with generating the results that you want to achieve. You must have them, so create a list. Once you get your list done, come back, hit play. We'll go to the next one. All right, so these three actions to lead with a manure mindset. First one, identify your oxen. Now you've got your list of oxen or those resources that are involved with generating the results that that you want to achieve. So step number two, identify the manure. So now that you have your oxen equivalents written down, I want you to be as real and as practical as this proverb. Write down the manure those oxen produce. So write down on your list, write down the manure that comes along with each one of those results-producing resources. And I encourage you, don't waste time acting like those valuable resources don't produce manure. Get real as a leader like the writer of this proverb got real because all oxen produce manure. That's just the reality of it. Going back to like real oxen, they produce manure. They drop nasty stuff that ruins a clean stable. You've got the stable clean, everything's shiny and bright, and you're thinking it's awesome. Here come the oxen, and they're going to do what oxen do on fresh straw and hay. They're going to drop a load of manure. Not only do the oxen do that, what do they do next? They step in it. They spread it around. They make the mess worse. That same thing can be said of the resources you listed as being critical to your success. Each of those valuable resources, those valuable assets, they bring things that stink. They mess up your clean manger. They cause you and others to do more work. People are messy. Relationships are hard. The manure produced by people on teams is everywhere. It's abundant. And if you've been on a team for any time at all, you know it's true. But it's not just those living oxen or people that produce manure. Even non-living oxen produce manure. Think about equipment. 
Something is always breaking. Something always needs to be fixed. So, for example, let's say back to the example of a small business and you have equipment. Maybe you have a lawn mowing service. You and your crew, you're just about to jump in the truck to head to the job site. And what do you find to start your day? You find a flat tire on the trailer. Or the truck won't start. And those are real examples. Growing up, my folks, maybe you've listened to the podcast I did with my dad. He talked about being in business for 51 years. I grew up, we ran equipment, lots of equipment, um, heavy equipment, dirt moving, that sort of thing. Something's always breaking. Something always needs to be fixed. As I moved in my career to manufacturing, equipment in the factory, some piece of equipment is always down. You do preventive maintenance, but something still has to be fixed at some point. Stuff breaks. The equipment that allows you and your team to get your work done always has some sort of manure that comes with it. And if you're an office worker, you know that's true too. The computer hardware, the software we all rely on these days, that introduces new and innovative forms of manure with each upgrade. That manure of our modern-day oxen Those are the things that annoy us. They cause us more work. They create messes for us to clean up. And just like manure, they just flat stink. There's no way to avoid the reality that as leaders, we have to deal with manure. By first identifying our valuable oxen, right? That was step one, identify your oxen. Then honestly listing the unpleasant manure they produce, that's step two that we're on. We've completed the first two steps to have this manure mindset as a leader. But the key step, we've done one, identify your oxen. Number two, identify the manure that they produce. The key step is this third action. So I'm going to pause for just a minute, just like with the first one, write down your oxen, write down the manure they produce. When you're done, hit play again, and we'll talk about this third step. All right, you back, you got your list, you got your oxen, you've got your manure that they produce. Here's step three, choose what you value. Let's go back to the proverb. The proverb lays out a simple choice for us as readers of the proverb. And we have the same choice before us as leaders today. We need to ask ourselves this question. Do I want a clean manger or oxen and the benefits the oxen bring? We may not want it to be true, but we can't have both. If we truly value a clean manger, we can have that. We can fire everyone on our team or leave a position that requires us to work with people. Selling the equipment we use to run our business is an option. Pulling the plug on our computers and never turning them on again, that's a decision we can make. But is the clean manger these choices would bring what we really want? Or... Are we willing to deal with the inevitable manure of our oxen? Do we value the results that come with the people we work with and the equipment we need to do our job? The question I need to ask myself often as a leader, and I would encourage you to ask yourself as a leader as well, is this. What do I truly value? When I honestly answer that question, I've taken the last step to have a manure mindset and be a better leader. Well, I made that sound simple, didn't I? Three easy steps, and we're ready to lead with this clever little manure mindset idea. The problem, though, is this. Manure is still manure. 
acknowledging that it's produced by the oxen that bring us great results, doesn't make it stink any less. The manure we encounter as leaders is not pleasant to deal with. Especially when we're dealing with people, it can be particularly gross. We don't want to be anywhere near it. The baggage and the challenges we each have and we continually produce, as a matter of fact, that can turn our stomachs. But it's part of the human condition. Just like all oxen produce manure and make mangers dirty, every person has issues. Admitting this reality and dealing with it head on is going to give us greater empathy. It makes us kinder leaders. The key to confident leadership is not just knowing we're going to be faced with much manure in our mangers. Knowing what's coming helps, that's true. But we also need to discipline ourselves in how we think about and deal with the manure. This is why the word manure is paired with the word mindset. We have to have those two together. A manure mindset is a mature mindset. Because we know our oxen are going to produce manure, we can actually train our minds to react in a way that's beneficial and helps us serve our team. I don't know how long you've been a leader, but if you're new to it, you're necessarily going to be somewhat immature. And as an immature leader, when that manure starts to pile up, we can choose to ignore it. Or we can act like we're surprised when things go wrong. Another option, and I take this one far too often personally, we can complain. We can whine about the difficulty those various manure manifestations introduce to our product. And these are all natural. They're all reactions we have to fight against as we mature as leaders. But there are better options as we mature. With practice, we can get much better at anticipating the challenges our beloved oxen will naturally produce. We can have a mature mindset of readiness, grounded in reality. Then when we're gagging in a foul-smelling manger as we wade through the manure piles produced by our oxen, you know what those are. Those are those difficult situations you don't even want to deal with when you come into work. You don't you won't even want to have the conversation. When you're in the midst of that mess, you can have the right mindset. You'll remember that great value our teams, our equipment, our tools bring when your computer is locked up for the fourth time today. You know, you're so frustrated with it. We can remember just how much value that software and hardware brings to you and allows you to deliver results. Same way with people. Will our oxen produce unpleasant manure at times? Manure that messes up our neat and tidy manger of a project? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But just like the proverb says, they'll also produce much revenue and abundant results. So as leaders, we can choose the easy option. We can choose a clean manger. Or we can embrace a manure mindset. We can know that the oxen and the manure they produce will allow us to do great things with our teams. And of course, I recommend the second. I, re- I recommend the, man- the manure mindset, the mature mindset, where we acknowledge and recognize that yes, the people on our teams, the tools that we use to do business, they make messes. They are in fact themselves messy. They are much like manure. 
But we could not have them, because where there are no oxen, the manger is clean. But much revenue comes by the strength of the ox. Our resources are strong. They do great things. The people around us, our teams that we lead, they do great things. Sure, they produce manure. That's what people do. That's what equipment does. There's manure associated with these these things. But great revenue, great results are what they produce. So these three actions, just as a reminder, number one, identify your oxen, get real with it, identify the manure. Number two, get even more real with it. And then number three, get real with yourself. Choose what you value. Are you willing to tolerate some manure to get the results from your oxen? So if you listen to this and you know some folks who are usually discouraged about things, they get frustrated. Maybe you just heard someone talk about it today, about how they went to do their work and this thing got in the way. It was their manure of their oxen that they're trying to use. Share this episode with them. Give them some encouragement that maybe they might shift their mindset just a little bit, have a different perspective, be a little more encouraged today when things go wrong, and they will. Share this episode with them, either from the show notes page or from where you're listening right now. Share this episode with just one person that you think it might help, or maybe just one person you think it might entertain just a little bit and give them a little boost to their day. So that's it for today's episode of Connect, Mobilize, Deliver. Let's go lead with kindness and confidence. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Connect, Mobilize, Deliver podcast at gregherrod.com or on your favorite podcast app. I'm your host, Greg Herod, and I'm glad you're here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And you're getting practical tips and strategies to help you boost your career. If you are, I would love to make sure we stay connected. And the best way to do that is through my weekly emails. Just go to gregherrod.com and sign up using the big button in the upper right-hand corner of the page. And once you do that, please check your inbox or maybe your spam folder for a confirmation email. With one click in that confirmation email, you'll have instant access to email me directly. That's an important step in the process because if you don't confirm you want my emails, I won't send you any. The last thing I want to be doing is sending spam. But once you click the button to confirm, we are directly connected. I read every email and I'll do my best to respond soon. You can send me your thoughts on what you want to hear on the podcast. Tell me how I can make it even more beneficial for you and other listeners. I absolutely want to hear what you have to say. So go to gregherrod.com, click the Get My Weekly Emails button so we can stay connected. Thanks so much. That's it for this week's episode. I'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Until then, let's both keep leading with kindness and confidence. Thank you.